There will be no breaks for Echo Link or All Star during this rain podcast. The total playing time is 10 minutes 35 seconds with a station break at 6 minutes 31 seconds. We'll get down to the nuts of it all in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. From the soggy Mid-South studios of the Radio Amateur Information Network, I'm Will Rogers, K5WLR, with this rain report. If you built electronic kits while growing up, especially those marketed by Heathkit, chances are you used a small plastic tool called a nut starter. Did you know that Heathkit didn't manufacture the nut starter? A young man named John Brake sold tools to Heathkit, one of which was the erstwhile nut starter. So what happened to John Brake? And the little tool that could and still does? There's a lot of fat fingers in the ham business. John is CEO of Desco Industries, Inc. in Chino, California. Rain's Hapali, KC9RP, caught up with John on Skype to piece together the nut starter puzzle. Going back to the 1970s, I was a traveling salesman selling tools. And I sold tools to a company called Heathkit. I think they were part of a company called Schlumberger. And they made kits for like high-end audio equipment. People would buy the kit and then assemble them themselves. They would take our tools and put them into a kit with other tools. And one of the tools they put in there was the nut starter. It's like number four and number six size nuts for number four, number six size screws, which if you have fat fingers like me, you can't hardly grasp. And they're often down inside somewhere. And I personally used the nut starter and thought it would be a great item to sell separately. And then we started selling it. We outpaced the demand that Heathkit could supply and actually built a mold of our own and then started molding them and selling them. And it's been a product with us for 35 years. Heathkit was a very popular manufacturer of ham radio kits back in the 60s and 70s. Interesting that the nut starter is still manufactured in California, not offshore. Well, kind of our charter is to make things in the States. We try to make everything in the States. Three factories in California, one in Florida and one in New England and then one in North Carolina where we make stuff for our primary business, which is static control things. We make static electricity go away in the electronics manufacturing business. And voice static electricity is a real problem, especially if you're dealing with ICs and the like. Exactly. You can't see it, can't feel it, can't taste it at the voltages we deal with. We'll sell you a meter to prove that you have a problem, and then we'll sell you the product to make the problem go away. Kind of a neat little business. Yeah, a nice racket you got going there. Back to the nut starter. Are there other nut starters? There's a variety of different kinds of nut starters, and it's made out of plastic. I think it's a polyethylene. It might be a polypropylene, but it's of a durometer that's kind of half hard, so it will hold the nut but let go of the nut and not break. So it's kind of a soft plastic. And there's other kinds out there, but I'm not familiar with one like ours. I suspect if you went on YouTube or someplace, you'd find people making them out of a variety of different plastic tubes and things. What makes yours better? I'm not sure that it's necessarily better. It's a product that's been thought out and works with the most popular sizes of nuts in the electronics business. Um, We've talked about expanding it to other sizes, and I've just never felt that there was the demand for it to do that. It's a tool that's consistent, been made in the U.S. forever. Like you can buy it off the shelf. It's been available online. All- but it is designed for just a couple of nut 
sizes. Correct. I believe number four and number six. They're tiny. When you get bigger than that, there's other products, sockets and things that deal with those. But when you get down into the tiny ones, there's really not a lot of things available to work with them. Especially if you have fat fingers. Especially if you have fat fingers, and a lot of us do. That becomes a problem. You know how many you've manufactured? I have no idea. We're in the kind of the small run business. So if I do, say, twenty or 30,000 a year of parts, that's a lot for us. Probably more than 400,000, I don't know, somewhere in that neighborhood. So when you got your hands on a nut starter, it already existed. It probably started out as something that somebody actually made, you know, at a table. I know the ones that we bought from Heathkit, they were probably from offshore, and they were really cheap and not very consistent. There were issues with them. We changed that with a higher quality tool and higher quality parts. We were making tools and selling them to Heathkit, and they were combining them into a kit with this nut starter. That's where I first saw it. And then we started buying them from Heathkit. Heathkit already had them. Correct. But you weren't entirely happy with their quality control. Their quality, their consistency, and they were not able to supply the quantity that we needed. We were selling some number beyond what they were able to supply. I don't know what the issues were at their place. So you were using them for your own products? Well, we were using them for our own products, but we were also reselling them. Heathkit never sold them as an item by themselves. They only sold them in a kit with other tools that were used to assemble their kits. But you actually sold it as a single item? Correct. Probably quarter? I want to say 35 or 40 cents. Okay. What's their value today if I were to buy one from you guys? Uh, you know, I, I really don't know. I'd have to look online. It's not something I look at. In fact, your interest kind of catches me off guard. Well, it is kind of a unique item and an item that is not a mainstream item. But because hams do so much kit building, so many of them have or have had the nut starter because of heat kit, perhaps, to start with, and other suppliers of kits in the meantime, that need to be able to itch your fingers in small places, it never changes. Apparently, there's a lot of fat fingers in the ham business as well. We try to deal in, I call them goofy tools. We deal in the goofy tool world that where the volume's not large enough for a craftsman or a snap-on or one of the big guys to move into the business. At the same time, it's a necessary tool, solves a problem for lots of people. You're listening to a conversation with John Brake, CEO of Desco Industries, Inc. in Chino, California, manufacturer of the Nut Starter a small tool you probably have used building kits over the years. We'll continue our conversation with John in a moment. This is The Rain Report, available 24-7 to stream, download, and transmit from therainreport.com, at The Rain Report on Twitter, and via iTunes. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Rain Report from www.therainreport.com. Give me an example of some of the other, as you call them, goofy tools that you provide. Well, one of my other favorites is a wire threader. kind of looks like a spoon, but if you've ever tried to put one more wire in a wire harness that's all bundled up, 
it's a problem. And the wire threader is a way to do that. It's just a little hand tool that allows you to put one more wire in a bundle of wires that's bundled up pretty tight with either tie wraps or in the old days, cat gut. Is that something that you guys brought on the market? No, we actually bought another little company called, I think it was McDonald and Sons or something. And it was one of the things they were selling. I think it may be the only survivor from that company. How long ago? Gosh, probably close to 25 years ago. So it's another unique little item, literally from the last century, that there's still a need for, even though there's so much surface mount technology today and that sort of thing, there's still a need for even that tool. Yeah, when you get into surface mount stuff, that's high volume stuff. And if you're making short runs of things like airplanes, you need short run tools. If you're running a bunch of cables around a helicopter, you don't get to use an IC. You have to use an old fashioned tool to, to weave the wires in and out of where they go. So that's two. Do you have a third favorite not, goofy tool? Not really. I mean, the, the little Minda pumps themselves are an interesting, it's an interesting item in that it, it's a one-handed pump. It allows you to hold one, something in one hand and either put flux on something or a cleaner on something, alcohol maybe, or IPA, and clean off it with your other hand. Otherwise, you're trying to pour stuff out of a bottle, and that requires two hands. Not many people can pour things out of a bottle, take the lid off, and pour it with one hand. We started in the tool business. The tools that were goofy tools centered around an operator doing hand assembly or hand repair of things, and actually got into the static control business because of that started with wrist straps and mats and just all series of things now. But it started off at the workbench. Somebody working on some device had its little heart out on the table, whether it was they were assembling it, building it, or repairing it. If someone would like more information about the nut starter and your other goofy tools, as you call them, where did they go? There's a huge amount of information on our website. We try to make it informational. There might even be a video, depending on what item you're looking at. I'll bet on uh, YouTube. Somebody has a, a video probably of your nut starter up there, I would imagine. <laughs> there is a video of everything. There, <laughs> that I have no doubt. And that concludes our brief conversation with John Brake, CEO of Desco Industries, Inc., and manufacturer of the nut starter, the little tool that could and still does. For more information about Desco Industries, Inc., go to www.mendapump.com, spelled M-E-N-D-A-P-U-M-P.com. The Rain Report is copyright 1990-2017, Rain. All rights are reserved. I'm Will Rogers, K5WLR. Now, for all you nut starter enthusiasts, I'm Will Rogers, K5WLR, bidding you very 73 from the Radio Amateur Information Network. Now, tablet and mobile friendly from therainreport.com, on Twitter at The Rain Report, and somewhere in iTunes, where even a nut starter can't reach. Keep on hamming.